Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm thanking you for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is a worthy God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Whew, we have so much to thank God for. So much to thank God for. Even the little things in life, hallelujah, so much, 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we just bless you right now. Father, we give you all glory, all honor, all praises. Father, we do thank you for you because you have been such an awesome God. You've been our mother and you've been our father, oh God. You've taken care of us, oh God. Even when we didn't know we needed taken care of, oh God, you took care of us. You met our needs, oh God, and you continue to meet our needs. And we thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I just ask right now that as this word goes forth, Father, that your people will be blessed and they will be changed by the word of God. Have your way right now, oh God. Father, I decrease so that you may increase in everything that is said and everything that is done. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, oh God. You are my strength and you are my redeemer, and I bless you, Lord. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. In the book titled, A Forgiving God in an Unforgiving World, there's a true story about a priest in the Philippines, a much-loved man of God who carried the burden of a secret sin that he had committed many years before. He had repented, but still had no peace or no sense of God's forgiveness. In his parish, there was this woman who deeply loved God and who claimed to have visions of God, who claimed to sit down and have conversations with God. The priest, however, was skeptical of this woman. To test her, he said, the next time that you speak with Christ, the next time you sit down and you have this conversation with him, Ask him what sin your priest committed while he was in seminary. The woman agreed. A few days later, the priest asked her, well, did you have your visit with Christ? Did he come into your dreams? Did you talk with him? She said, yes, I, I did. And did you ask him what sin I committed in seminary? And she said, yes. Yes, I, I did. Well, what did he say? Well, he said, I don't remember. I don't remember. When Jesus went to the cross of Calvary, he said, it is finished. Meaning it was all over. It was done. He completed the job that was given to him by his father to go to the cross, to die for our sins, to suffer and bleed like he did. He said, it is finished. Jesus had power over death, hell, and the grave. He had the final victory at the cross. He said, it is finished. This is why he no longer remembers our sins. 
They were nailed to the cross with him. They were buried with him. And they were not resurrected with him because the sin was dead. Our focus scripture today is taken from Psalm 103, verses 10 through 12. And I'm not going to ask you to stand. The scripture says, he does not treat us as our sins deserve. Think about that for a moment. He does not treat us as our sins deserve. If you think about the things that you've done in your life, yes, yes. and if you were to get punishment for those sins, think about it. Think about it. If he really gave you what you deserved, you probably would not be here today. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So why are we so intent on holding on to things in our lives that have already been forgiven? Already have been forgiven. Confess and be done with it. Don't hold on to it. 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. As conscious-driven people, talking about Christians, because we know that from looking at the news and the different things that are going on in the world today, there's a lot of people that have no conscience about what they're doing. They have no conscience about going into places and shooting people and killing people and then sometimes killing themselves. So they have no conscience. But as conscience-driven Christians, as people, there are times in our lives that we let our past hold us hostage. We have a problem with letting go of the bitterness of life. Those things that we've done in the past hold us bondage in rusty chains. Unable to break free, to break hold of those things that are holding us hostage. Therefore, we are prisoners held behind the bars of depression, held behind the bars of guilt, held behind the bars of indifference and loneliness, shame, confusion, and fear, and anger, we are held in bondage to those things, all because we cannot forgive others and we cannot forgive ourselves. Jesus said, it is finished. Isaiah 43 and 25 says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and remembers your sins no more. 
just as our Lord and Savior has forgiven us and has not let our past sins litigate what is to be, we must do the same so that we can press forward into the victory, into the things that Christ has for us, into the things that he has predestined and preordained for our lives. You can't press forward if you're holding on to those things that keep you in bondage. You can't get into your victorious life. Your past does not dictate your future. Your past does not dictate your future. If it has, then it's because of you. You have not drawn a line in the sands of time and said it is finished. If it does dictate your life, it's because you have not stopped looking back at that messed up part of your life and pursued all that God has preordained for you. It's time to forgive yourself and make a change in your life. It's time to take steps forward for all that God has purposed and planned for your life. It's time. Our scripture says, for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So why are we dragging our past into our future? Stop holding on to the guilt and shame. Let go and let God have his way in your life. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you can move forward and be blessed. Hallelujah. God holds the power and the keys to your future. He already knew what you would be about when you were in your mother's womb. He already knew. He outlined your days. So you can't hold on to the past because God has your future. He alone has forgiven you and loves you like no other. He died for you. He suffered on the cross for you. He said it is finished for you. He paid the price so that you would have eternal life. It was just for you. So stop condemning yourself for something that God has already forgiven and give your heart, your mind, and your soul to him. It is finished. The debt was already paid on Calvary's cross. It was already paid. Today you must begin seeing yourself as God sees you. The only person holding you back is you. That's the only person that's holding you back, is you. So let it go. Let it go. Let past hurts go. Let that person go that has hurt you, whoever it is. Ten to one, that person is enjoying life and you're still holding on to the stuff in your mind that that person did to you. You have to let it go. 
Let it go. Let, let past hurts go. Let it go. Let everything that has held you prisoner in your mind go. It's time to take hold of the way that God has already planned for you. The past is finished. The past is gone. The past is behind. It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. Tell somebody it is finished. It is finished. It was nailed to the cross. It is finished. Jesus paid the price for you. It is finished. You are free to live a life that is pleasing and acceptable to God. It is finished. So let go. Let go and seek the kingdom of God and everything that he has for you. It is finished. Let it go and let God have his way. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It is finished. It is finished. Break. I, I thank God for the song that they danced to. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain of depression. Break every chain of feeling lonely. Break every chain that the past is holding you in. Break it. Break it. I'm sure those chains are rusty right now, so it's easy to let it go. Let it go. Let the past go and move forward into victory. Move forward into victory. Can you do that? Move forward. Don't look back anymore. Don't look. Don't look. It is finished. Say that. It is finished. Say it like you mean it. Say it again louder. All right. Amen. Resting on your feet. Hallelujah. 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 Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your people, oh God. Father, we ask right now that if there's anyone, oh God, that's been holding on to stuff that's been pushing them back instead of forward, oh God. Father, we ask right now that you release them in their mind, release them in their spirit right now, oh God so that they know that they can put it in your hands, oh God, that they can lay it at your feet, oh God, and it will be no more, oh God. Help them to draw a line in the sands of time, oh God, and not let that path follow them into it, oh God. So have your way, oh God, right now. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord God. Forever. Hallelujah. If there's anyone here that needs prayer, you can come forward right now. If you've been struggling with anything, this is the time. Come forward so that we can pray with you and for you. So that we can agree with you in prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.